Shut up and sit down. Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. <laughs> what up, ladies and gentlemen? Hernan Cias here, host of the Business Bros podcast, along with my co-host, the insurance bro, James Cias. And as always, we have another fun-filled show ready to rock and roll for all of you. Happy, happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to the Business Bros podcast. I swear it felt like it was gone, like, like I was gone forever. It's only been... Two days. I know. <laughs> but today, we are excited to bring to you a fun and diverse guest. Need help taking a few strokes off your golf game? He's got you. Do you surf? He does. And, like the insurance bro here, today's guest is both a podcaster and an insurance broker. He's got a huge financial goal goal to grow his personal line side of the company to a 1,000 policies per month. Woo! Fire! <laughs> And even more exciting, he's got an ultimate goal to play. Oh, an ultimate goal to qualify for the Masters as an amateur pro. Am- Dang, I totally messed Just that one up. Just an amateur. Yeah, totally. Uh, even more exciting, an ultimate goal to qualify for the Masters golf as an amateur. But he's a pro in our eyes. <laughs> Coming to us from Click to Bind Insurance Services, please give a warm business bros welcome to our guest. Lisa Nudo. Very impressed. Yeah, no, that was, that, a, was that was that was. Uh, speaking of amateurs, yeah, yeah. speaking of amateurs, amateur gosh. pro. You're I'm over here. I'm like reading pro. through my typos. Like, oh man, I messed that one up. Oh man, I messed that one up. Crap, man. Do you ever feel like Monday. you just shouldn't type it, and you'd probably do better? Or you need? Oh that? heck, no! I oh, need okay. to type it. Okay. Yeah, no. If I if I try to just. Freestyle, wing it? Yeah. Forget about it. I'll oh, be like, yeah, happy, happy, mu- uh, what, what, what day, day is, it? is it? Oh, shoot. There goes it's, it's gone. It's over. It's done. All right, ladies and gents. But hey, welcome to the show, Lee. Thank you. Happy welcome MLK Day. Happy MLK, happy MLK Day. day. That's, yeah. how, that's true. That's true. So, Lee, I'm going to ask you uh, the very first question, which is, uh, why is it that you want to achieve this five-year? Why is it that you want that thousand policies a month? But don't answer it yet. Okay. i got to remind the audience, 100, ladies and gentlemen, 100 blankets, hoodies, sweaters, something to keep the uh, homeless warm is what we're shooting for. We're about 50% of the way there. We're trying to get that 100 before the end of the month. So, if you guys got uh, any coming, coming, sweaters, hoodies that you want to donate or cash, hit James up, 619-884-0045 or James at csfirst.com. Guys, this is the writing bag. Look at that thing. And it's full. So we're going to wow. empty it, and then next is whoever calls in next. Come on. Give me a call. Give me a call. Hit me up right there. He's call also up. in the insurance business, ladies and gents. So if you got homeowners, auto, commercial, GL, whatever it is you need on the insurance side, or maybe you want to add insurance into your business, Ooh. we can help you do that. 619-84-0045 or james at csfirst.com. And today's <laughs> show sponsor is... Well, 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 wouldn't you it's know it? It's all about the kids. It's all about the kids. It's all about the kids. It always is. It's all about the kids.org slash feed the kids. It's all about the kids charity on Instagram or it's all about the kids on Twitter. If you guys have any t- 
time to donate, any food to donate, any clothing or anything that, that uh, can benefit these families, they're always looking for your support. So go ahead, check them out. It's all about the kids.org slash feed the kids. Feed the kids <gasps> two bucks a bag. <laughs> too many Mary, movie Mary codes. Poppins, yeah, too many Mary movie Poppins. codes. <laughs> Mary Poppins. Great. Chim chimini chim chimini. Okay, chim, chim, okay. Chim, all right, we're gonna stop. We're gonna stop. We're gonna stop. All we're right, Lee, you ready? All day. Ready. So, why do you want to achieve that goal? What's 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 so big about this thousand policies a month? I get off on saving people money, right? Oh. Like I'm really good at, at living on a shoestring. You know what I mean? So if I can, if I'm doing a thousand policies a month, that means I'm saving that many people money mm-hmm. and getting them, you know, that's the thing I feel like in, in the insurance business, so many people, everybody needs insurance, right? So few people understand what they have mm-hmm. and then they, something happens. Oh yeah, I've, I'm covered. And oh, are you? Yeah. Well, you know, Mayday. Did you hit that $330,000 vehicle that was on the road? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Your insurance coverage is not going to cover all Excluded, of that. Excluded, right? right? Yeah. And actually, the one we were talking about earlier today, which I think some of the listeners might uh, extract some value in, is the whole rideshare economy, right? Mm-hmm. So where's the coverage there? You know what I mean? All these people are out there driving Uber, right? But they don't have the right coverage. Well, who in California, there's always a gap. I didn't know that until today. So if you have your normal coverage, you're covered until you turn on your app. Right. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. There's a gap between the time you are, you can be, app is on until you book the ride. Once that ride is booked, then it takes, it's taken over by the ride share company, Uber or Lyft or whatever. But until that time, if you're driving around waiting for a ride, there's no coverage. Your insurance company is not covering you. That's a, that's scary because you're still in motion. Yeah. So, so if you are driving for Uber, go park your car until you book a ride and then you're good. Plus, you save on gas. Yeah, but the, I and I understand, right? Because otherwise, people would just be like, "Oh, I drive for Uber. I'm gonna drive around all day. I'm not gonna take a ride, and I have coverage." Well, okay. So prior to this whole insurance gig, prior to the whole background, what did you do before? So I come from the world of golf, right? My dad uh, was a golf pro. He was actually the first Mexican to win on the PGA Tour, uh, Mexican born anyway. So I was born into the game. I grew up around a lot of amazing people, players, uh, and I tried to play for a living for about six years. Uh, but hey, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense, right? So mm-hmm. I came off the road and those who can't do teach, so I started teaching golf, right? Uh, and, you know, love teaching golf. But in today's, you know, with today's, every all the technology out there, in my opinion, you don't need it. Like there is a fire hose of stuff out there. You know what I mean? And um, it's, I, there's actually a kid at this golf course I hang out at who's 13 years old. He's a scratch golfer and no, it's okay. Um, and he is never had a lesson. He learned off YouTube completely. YouTube university. Well, I heard, I heard it today said, uh, when, when asked, where'd you get your education? Google university. Yeah. It's everything you need. Everything you need is on the internet. Every type of lesson, every type of coach, like there's an abundance, like you said, a fire hose of information. Yeah. You just got to pick and choose which one's applicable to you. Right. And because I'm so thrifty, it's my, the biggest problem I've ever had as a golf instructor is the ask. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I grew up as my dad was a tour player. So like I never paid for anything in golf. So for me to mentally go, oh yeah, 400 an hour, that seems reasonable, right? (laughs) Like there's no way, you know, but especially when I can just go click on, oh, let me, what does Tiger Woods say about how to hit a chip shot? Yeah. And there's 35 videos on it. Yeah. But I think the other side of that is, is like 
you can see what they're doing, but there's difference when somebody's giving you the advice on what you're doing wrong, right? Like, 100%. Like, if you're watching me, you can literally critique my swing. Like, no, no, you know, put your feet here. Make sure your back swings this way. Look where your hips are. Like, that's that's what a coach does. That's what the coach is helping you do. Correct what's what's going wrong in your particular, in this case, in your game, right? Yeah, and so I tested that on Instagram with DMs with people, right? People I've never met. I'm like, can I help this person get better? You give me the worst camera angle in the world. I'm going to watch you swing and I'm going to tell you, go do this. Do you get better? And without fail, we it's always been done. So I guess, you know, and then they're like, well, what do I owe you for it? I'm like, don't worry about it. Like, dude, I'm just happy you're better. You know what I mean? Because I'm just like, what do I do is five minutes of me watching a video and telling you what to do. You should have a subscription base for something like that. But I don't even feel right about that. But why not? Because it's just like, dude, that's it's already out there. You just got to know how to interpret it. But okay, but it's it's. Let me send you. Look, we live in the age where, like, I remember playing baseball myself, right? Okay. And for me to set up a camera, first of all, I had to have a camera, right? That yeah, was that's a different time, though. That was a different time. Now everybody's got this thing in their pocket. They do, but but at by the same token, it's like to have that coach without you having to physically be there. Now that you have the capability of coaching a guy in Florida from San Diego, like. Just because they want to show you the swing. Cool. Okay, well, adjust this. Change this. Boom. And it's like quick interactions, but it's a subscription base. So, like, I don't know. For me, dude, I yeah. mean, that, that would get you back in the game. Plus, get you a, <laughs> a straight, you know, regular income that you're looking for. I don't know. It's, it's passionate. We've talked about well, well, I mean, what, so you, you switched out. You left golf. What was it like leaving the industry you grew up in and then transitioning to, like, where you are, like, into the insurance world? Yeah, it was it was a trip, right? Because you get so used to, you know, I'm outdoors, I'm on a golf course, I'm walking around, like I'm, you know, I got a golf club in my hands, I'm just talking with people all the time. To all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I'm in an office and I'm, you know, looking at a computer mm. and I'm on the phone. And what time is it? Okay, you, you feel know. like you had to grow up a little bit. It was that a little bit, right? But at the same point in time, it was just more of like, oh, okay, it's, it's just a different challenge. You know, to me, that's what's so attractive to golf. Golf is something that's never, you can't perfect it. It's never, you know, it's an ongoing progression of change, right? Mm -hmm. Where with this, it's like, okay, I, there's a, a, a problem in front of me that I can solve, you know? And so how can I solve it the most efficiently? And that's what attracts me, I think, to, to that avenue. What I like about golf is is you're really, really only competing against yourself. Like, hundred percent. You you compete against other people, and there's you know other competitors at the same time. But you're really trying to better your stroke or, or lower your score. That's really what it comes down to. You can't blame anybody but yourself. Like, yeah. there's nobody on the team that's gonna mess you up. And that's what's maddening too, right? Because the ball's not moving. Right. <laughs> the only reason that thing's gonna go in a direction is because I'm doing it. True. You know, there's nobody trying True. to stop it, tackle me, any of that crap. Right. So, and I think what drew me to it as well is like, I could entertain myself for hours. I didn't need anybody else to come mm -hmm. play with me. I didn't have to be at the field at three o'clock every day. You know what I mean? It was just like, if I want to hit balls till it's dark and they turn the lights off, I can go do that. You know what I mean? So it was a, honestly just a way to entertain myself. I think more than anything. Man, and you stepped away and went into insurance. Like yeah. Well, you know, it was a funny story because one of my uh, clients, I had just, I actually opened a yoga studio in 2012. That was my first like entrepreneurial venture. Right. And, uh, sold it in 16. I'm like, I'm just going to go back and teach golf. That was fun. But yoga's, you know, that it, it's hard to be to the yoga instructors are not the most accountable people in the world. Well, did, did I, I, I did ask you about goat yoga. Did you end up looking up goat yoga? Dude, you did. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was amazing. It was weird when I told you it was it's weird, super right? Super weird, dude. Super and I, weird. like nothing shocks me anymore, honestly. But like that one, I was like, "Wow, that's a real thing." It's a it, dude. It's a hot trend. Like people actually want these little baby it's a legit, goats on them. Yeah, it's uh, that's the there. There you go. There's the world of yoga, right? So I I ran from that <laughs> and uh, went. <laughs> I couldn't even. I. <laughs> there it is. That that explains it. In a nutshell, that's that's yoga. That's the world of that's yoga. There, that's where you go. Oh, oh man. Mark Turan says dude. hi, by the way. Don't Turan? I love Mark, Marky. Mark Turan, yeah. I love that guy. He's one of the best, man. What's up, Marky? Um but anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, so you got out of the goat yoga studio. Got out of the goat um and went back to teach golf and then all of a sudden it rained for three months straight. And I'm like, crap. I need no work. What do I what do I do if it's raining? Mm-hmm. You know I wanted to work, but it you know, it's 45 degrees outside and it's raining sideways, people aren't going to be like, oh, God, I really want to go practice golf right now, right? Well, if you had that subscription model. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You yeah, have an issue is, there. Okay, Hernan <laughs> is my new CFO. We're starting something right now. Um, but Don't worry, he's mine too. <laughs> the CFO, bro? Yeah, that's how it yeah, works. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, but one of my clients was like, well, I can teach you how to make money. And, you know, I picked this guy up in his Tesla. He's a member of all these different golf clubs that were just beautiful. So I said, all right, man, you show me how to do it. And he made all of his money in financial advising. So I got all licensed up and followed his advice. And, you know, but look, golf and financial advice. I mean, they kind of go hand in hand. How many deals have you struck? I mean, how many, uh, you know, get togethers, partner meetings, like whatever happened on the golf course. And so I think that's a misconception, right? Because I, I'm i very confident on the golf course. I know how to like, you know, manage and talk with people and everything like that. But it's a way too long of a time commitment for what you're getting. Mm, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. It's a however, five and a half, six hour deal. However, when you land a big deal, it's because you have a strong relationship with that particular individual, oh, 100%, right? 100%. So, I mean, it, it's it's not really so much as, you know, we're going to go form a deal and sign a contract on the course. It's not really like that. It's it's another enhancement to the relationship that you're building. Sure. Absolutely. You know, and, uh, you know, with other ventures I've had, it's been, you know, a deal you'll walk around for six to eight months. And if it doesn't close, now you're like, oh, okay. Well, that was, a, that was a long runway. <laughs> yeah. Well, so... Okay, so you're doing you 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 go license up, you get in the game. When when did you realize that you had to make some sort of change or, or something to step up that that new venture that you're on, like to to take it to the next level? Uh, you know, it actually happened when I we bought our house, right? And I realized, you know, the escrow company is like, hey, here's your your homeowner's insurance, just go get it because we need it for the loan. I'm like, okay, great. And then I happened to have another client who was a home and auto guy. I said, hey, man, can you just shop this for me? Tell me if this is close. And dude, he saved me like 110 bucks a month. So I was like, that's crazy. I love this guy. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, that's no joke, right? Like, that's a vacation. Yeah. Right? So I was like, well, I'm going to go get my PNC license, you know? And and save yourself another 100 bucks a month because <laughs> <Right. laughs> you get the commission on your own. <laughs> no, but I was just like, dude, how many other people are getting this? Take. I, I don't want to get. I guess they are getting taken advantage of, right? Because they're just not questioning it. Well, it's 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 always it comes down to you don't know what you don't know. You don't like know, exactly. if you didn't know that you can compare policies amongst different insurance companies, you didn't know. You went to your insurance guy. That's that's what they go. That's what they quoted you. If you didn't know that your policy doesn't cover, you know, the the pipes under the house that go all the way to the main water line and something busts, well, yeah, that was your fault. You didn't ask the question. You didn't know, right? I mean, you don't know what you don't know. So. You know, that saving hundred bucks, well, 
that might be cool if they saved you a hundred bucks, but what coverages do you have now? Like what got taken away? What got added on? Like, that's the question that a lot of people fail to ask. Like insurance, you're right. Everybody needs it, but there's so many different variations of coverages and what, what you get yeah. that, you know, it's not always about that dollar amount. It's like, are you with the right covered? coverage? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. right. You're exactly right there. And I think that's where I just, I, I trusted the guys so much who, you know, gave me the, the policy we wanted to buy and ultimately, and he walked me through. He showed me the whole thing. I was like, "This is amazing, dude!" I'm like, "You literally gave me the exact same coverage I got quoted before, but it's cheaper." Oh, yeah. yeah. So no brainer. Yeah. Great you know? deal. Great deal. What kind of roadblocks did you bump into when you're stepping into this new world? Like, what? Oh, what dude. I mean, everybody gets a license and they think, "Woohoo!" Right. Rainbows yeah. are just you know coming out of the sky and everybody's gonna know what I'm doing <laughs> and everything's gonna be great and then life happens. And that's why I think. Uh, I went from being a, an absolute expert on what I was doing to not having a clue. Mm. You know, just because you can pass a test doesn't mean you have any clue what you're doing. Book world and real life are two different things. Completely different things. And I was lucky enough to have a lot of friends who were, you know, CFPs and, you know, really high level advisors and, and CPAs and stuff like that. So I would go ask them. I'm like, hey, you know, what does this market even look like? Which direction should I go? And I realized pretty quickly, I was like, wow, the advisor world, you know, the RIAs and and you know, that whole path is really, really different. And I'm like, I don't even want to go there. But the insurance to me was a lot more black and white. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. So I'm like, this path I can I can stomach. And it's nice to have those those RIAs or, or you know, the, the Series 6, Series 7 people or, or the certified financial planners, whatever, like to to be able to ask questions to, right? Totally. To have a mentor in this industry because you you're right. It. It's not just like things you don't know. I mean, every single company has a, a, a plethora of products and each product they'll cover a different thing. And there's riders and there's this and there's that, like all kinds of different stuff. And sometimes, you know, you're... You get bombarded with all these these different strategies, and then you know that's that's cute, that's great. You understand the overview, but then you get into the nitty gritty, and you can get lost. Totally lost. And then it, and then I honestly, and this is something I'd be curious your opinion on, is like I got really into um, Jack Bogle, right? The guy who started Vanguard. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I I just listened to him. And I read all of his stuff because I'm like, this guy has crushed it, right? And I'm like, wow, if this guy's right, which he's was right his entire life, right, yeah. you know, then why do we even have RAs and, you know, <laughs> like investment advisors? Cause I'm like, you guys are like, you just put your money in an index. Want to call it a day. Yeah. Well, I mean, but everybody will argue different things. Like I've sat around trainings where, uh, you ever heard of the circle of life training? Yeah. That's a whole life policy. And right. they will make a super valid argument as to the strategy of why you need whole life. Yeah. And it totally, like you sit through the presentation it makes sense, right? There's a logical explanation for the way that they devised that strategy. But you talk to the guy that's put on the presentation on like IULs, for example, totally. and there's a totally legit, legitimate explanation as to why you should use the IUL. Like each one has a, a reason. And it, that's why I think it comes down to when you're sitting down with the client, figuring out what the client's objective is going to be. Because once you know what the client's objective is going to be, now it's, you know, which road do we want to take to get there? Like, totally. th I don't think there's really a wrong answer. It's just the answer that fits for you. Like, you know, I go to the shoe store and I'm a fan of Nikes, right? So I'll go to the Nike section, to the Nike store, and that's where I tend to buy my shoes. But I could have went to Skechers and I could have went to Adidas yeah. and I could have went to Reebok. They're all great shoes. I just have, this is the path that I want to go. And I think, I think that's what it comes down to when you're in that space that, you know, what you're 
you're allowed to sell based on your license and and you know what what products you have like now this is this is my toolbox this is my arsenal and this is what i believe is going to help you mr or mrs client get to where you want to go which was another reason i left because the whole like <laughs> there it is perfect <laughs> you dropped a bomb on me <laughs> baby the time is 19 minutes and four seconds. Time flies, huh? 1904. 1904. Hell of a year. We interrupt today's regularly scheduled number one podcast in San Diego for a purely selfish, completely irreverent, sell-out cash grab word from our sponsor. Only not because I can see what he's holding up right now. (laughs) Bernard, what are we not selling today? Well, I'm trying to sell you guys on giving up some of your free time so you guys can donate it over at uh, It's All About the Kids. We want to be able to provide needy families with the resources they need, uh, oftentimes just to get by, ladies and gentlemen. So if you guys got high school kids that need some community service hours, maybe you want to donate some of your own time. Maybe you just want to send some finances your way. Uh, it's allaboutthekids.org slash feedthekids. You can find them on It's All About the Kids Charity on Instagram or It's All About the Kids on Twitter. They're always looking for volunteers, always looking for help i promise you you go you know one day when they have the food bank and your your heart will melt at the at the amount of uh gratitude that these families have just to be able to put food on the table so go ahead check them out it's all about the kids.org slash feed the kids very nice and now back to the number one podcast in san diego the business bros pod oh all right so <laughs> we were talking about that licensing and being able to have that pool the, the, those tools. Yeah, so so that was a big problem I had, right? Because I realized I was like, okay, I have I can sell these mutual funds, right? I had an open ended license or open ended investment. So it was like, but my fee structure was terrible. Once I realized that I can, am I going to beat the market mm-hmm. for my fees? You know, so that was my conflict. I'm like, because again, I'm just really thrifty on a shoestring, and I'm like, <laughs> all right, if I can get get this investment for five basis points versus you know. 4.8% every time I put something in, I mean, that's a massive difference. And and let me ask you, like, because you do that, and, and every time I've spoken to you and you talk about these different products, even the way you approach it right now, you're passing these savings on to your clients. You're trying to find this this gap or this, you know, whatever little savings for the client and never kind of looking forward. Does that kind of limit your growth potential you ever you possibly know, yeah i mean i know i know from from a perspective of like my wife for example she's like dude like you could have made more money if you would have just went with your original plan i'm like i know but the client wouldn't have benefited as much totally totally right and and it's it's kind of a, a you know i understand like I, and and i can see it from her perspective she's like you're taking it away from your own family you know what i mean but i'm like yeah but that's that's why we get more clients and more clients and they're small pieces of the pie but there's it's it's part of a bigger pie yeah i couldn't ever do the other way like i'm with you right like i've i've got if i can if you know it's a and b and b is five dollars more expensive but it's the same thing hey you're getting a yeah like, there's yeah. no way there's no way it's just it's just do the right thing's never wrong right yeah, i i totally agree i totally agree all right so tell me about this little this uh newer venture that you're moving into the uh pnc yeah. side so the company is click to bind um i got recruited and met with the gentleman who founded this company, who's a health benefits expert. Uh, his name's Amir Lazani. He's amazing, really intelligent guy. He's a CFP. Um, and he kind of sh- talked to me about his model, right? And he has a proprietary uh, software and platform that is not live yet, um, but will effectively tie in with mortgage lenders, right? And make it incredibly streamlined and easy 
for the not only the mortgage the loan officer but also the consumer to quickly get that coverage and not have to you know worry about it. So you're when you were talking about your your five year plan having those thousand policies, you're looking for specifically thousand homeowner policies a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and as you know, like a lot of times, it's you can save a bun if you bundle, you can save a bundle, right? This is where the cross selling yeah. comes in. But right? that's not always the case, you know. Yeah. Like for me, I was even shopping my own this morning, and it's still less expensive for me to separate separate them. Yeah, so it's not always the case. Yeah, but it, but but the goal behind. Uh, your new platform is going to be the simplicity of the mortgage lender or is it the simplicity of the client? So effectively client is going through the loan process, which I'm curious your take on this in a second, but the client is going through the loan process and they will get at some point in that process, right? Kind of like how they get all these DocuSign, you Mm -hmm. know, okay, sign this, sign this disclosure, whatever. They're going to get an email with a quote from several carriers going, Hey, here's your coverages. Here's your options. Pick one and move forward. So we're doing we're we're trying to build something very very similar on the referral base, mainly because we understand that once you have the homeowner policy, like you said, there's the open door to whatever else is going on. Absolutely. Their home, if they have a small business, now you open up to their workers' comp or their general liabilities, whatever it is. It takes uh, you know when you were talking about thousand policies, those are singular clients. Um, like we always look at our database with, with our agency and we're like, okay, what's the average policy count per client? Mm -hmm. If our average policy count per client is less than three, then, you know, there's, there's an opportunity there to to help the client achieve more coverage at the same time, uh, the agent to get more commission and, you know, so forth. Um, and so, but, but what we're doing here on the show is we are targeting, uh, the homeowners with lenders, right? Um, so one of the things I, we started doing to differentiate ourselves is when that happens, when you get that deck page or you get that referral from, from the lender, um, is not only send them back the quote, but send them back a video with the agent explaining what the coverage is. I love that. Because now it's, and now it's not just the client, like it's not just the uh, lender giving you, here's your insurance policy, here's your insurance policy and this is what it means. Yes. And if you choose to move forward, now you've built this relationship with, you know, whatever the agent is that sent this coverage information. And it makes, it just, it adds that additional value to the lender of more of a reason why they want to send you the referral versus anybody else. Absolutely. Because, you know, there is, there is something he said about the efficiency and the speed of closing right that's absolutely true but i think today in today's day and age we're we're kind of past the quickness of the amazon that's just expected it's not like unique selling proposition that we close fast like if you don't you're behind what else what other value you're bringing to the table what enhances that relationship with that lender or with that mortgage professional or tax professional or whoever else that you're partnering with yeah that education piece i think is invaluable and that's where everyone is, you know, I think really in the dark, you know, even myself, after I got my license and my PNC license, I'm like, oh, okay, I got my license. And I literally looked at my policy. And I'm like, I don't know what this means. <laughs> like, how is that possible? You know, I'm supposed to go advise people. On understand yeah, yeah, this yeah. Stuff. But you know, what did I do? I just went online. There's my prequel, pre, you know, pre-licensing stuff. And I took the test and it's like, okay, done deal. Yeah. So I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like I love the video aspect of it and whatever way it has to be communicated to the client to be like, Hey, understand what a B and C are. And then you can really, really know that, all right, you're covered for this. And, you know, do I need that much personal property? Do I need a lot? What is loss of use? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like stuff like that. What do, you, what do you think, Ham? I mean, you guys, you're, you're working over there day to day in the in the trenches with the agents. Uh, what kind of advice do you, you give uh, Lee here about about working with the homeowner policies and the lenders? Like what kind of what kind of extra touches maybe or coverage gaps or, 
you know, stuff that, that homeowners are going through that might benefit them. And I just gave you a lot. You Sorry. totally gave me, you <laughs> totally put me on the spot. Um, just type it away. <laughs> yeah. Um, what types of advice? I mean, really what, what we look for is making sure that we're covering the home properly. That's yeah, right. the, the biggest thing. I think that uh, what we have seen, what we have found is that a lot of agents uh, will quote the home based on like the loan value mm-hmm. and we don't care about the loan value. Right. We just care about the reconstruction cost. But so many times we see uh, that they're they're valuing it at the loan value because that's what the lender wants or whatever. But sure. uh, we'll definitely fight that one. Um, other little things. Uh, Hernan was talking earlier about uh, what what's usually referred to as the service line coverage, which is that coverage from the street, the supply yeah. lines from the street to the home. Um home systems coverage that'll protect your appliances and and ac units and all kinds of other equipment um and honestly another one that that makes a big difference uh is deductible yeah just that something that simple i mean uh changing it from like a thousand to fifteen hundred or up to even twenty five hundred like that'll save you hundreds of dollars a year on your homeowner's insurance. Right. And it's evaluating, I think, what are, you know, are you comfortable if this happens? Are you, you know, are you okay paying for it for yourself? Right. right? Yeah. At what point are you comfortable? Mm -hmm. So I think it's like he said earlier, like interviewing that person to be like, what do you need? You know, let's get you comfortable with all this. And then the other thing about it is when it comes to that, you know, comfort level, it's also reminding the client like, hey, you know, you don't actually want to file right a claim claim for like a thousand dollars right you know like it really should be a twenty five hundred dollar loss or more before you're willing before you're willing to file a claim because if you're just filing a claim for something that you could have paid for out of pocket guess what next year your insurance is going to go up and it's going to follow you for five to seven years and depending on what kind of loss it is you might not even qualify for your homeowner's policy next year you might have to get a whole new company. So, yeah, I mean, all these things are. And I, I, I've seen some, and I, I think it's, you know, a lot of agents, I, I just don't know if they're not paying attention or maybe this person quoted it themselves online, you know, which is so doable now, right? Yeah, and, that's a big one. Right? You see mm-hmm. so many errors there because these people are like, you know, I saw one the other day, and the guy's like, I got dropped. I'm like, why? He's like, well, because they, I, you know, I have a manufactured home and I was paying for it. Like it was a, a you know, a, a framed out <laughs> yeah. deal. I'm like, Oh, that's only, you know, a third the cost, bro. Like, what are you doing? Well, I didn't know any better. Just didn't know. You right. weren't licensed, but you bought it yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I had, I had this really interesting conversation the other day. Uh, I was talking to somebody about, uh, I guess call it like the three echelons, the three, the three tiers of, uh, clients. Yeah. The first tier is, uh, and this was spe- more specific to auto insurance. Uh, but the first tier is the kind that doesn't really know what they're doing um, at all or has a lot of issues. And so they have to use an agent. Like they don't have a choice. Sure. They can't go to Geico. They can't go to State Farm. They can't get a policy that way. So they find their nearest insurance agent. And they're like, yo, I got a DUI or, you know, yeah, don't have, you know, whatever. You have all these issues. Okay, we got to get you. So So they're coming to an agent for that reason. Then the middle section is probably like 60 to 70% or I don't know if it's that high, quite 60 to 70%, but it's, I believe, a majority of the population and growing. That's just going to go to Google, 
type in I need insurance and find something that works. But those people aren't educating themselves. They're really just looking for what's the cheapest that I can pay. What's right. the lowest price that I can pay. Right. So there's so much uh, opportunity there. There's so much opportunity to reach these people and say, hey, look, it's great that you went to Geico.com and saved yourself, you know, 15% or more. Like, <laughs> great job. However, comma, like, what kind of insurance coverage did you get? And did you know that driving your car could put your house at risk? Totally. You know, and these are things. So so that's that, that middle section that that we have a lot of opportunity with. And that, that third tier is the one that knows the professionalism and the 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 the, uh quality of service that they're going to get from having an agent and those are you know the patrick mahones and the aaron Rodgers of the world yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) that was oh so close we almost had a state we almost had a state right there there. well i mean not really but like they got stomped but yeah 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 yeah. but anyway one game away we're one one game, game, away. game away. One game away. <laughs> but James, do you see like like I see people who just pop into a raider, right? And they'll put mm-hmm. their stuff in, all this stuff will come up, and they're like, Oh, this is my thing. And it's not even close to what they wind up paying when they actually go to checkout. Oh right? yeah. Because they didn't run the MVR and the clue report and all the stuff. And it's like yeah. that's not even close to what you're like. Oh yeah. No, we have a whole process for, you know, trying to weed that information out. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. It 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 still happens. Yeah, it's going. It still to. happens. I mean, there'll be times when I'll give somebody what I think is a a bindable or you know like a final price, and then I'll go back to the carrier like a day or two later when they when when they get back to me and it jumps again and I'm like, oh, it's the worst. Oh, that's the worst. God, so annoying. But that, but again, that's that all every all of that is is one of those education pieces. Totally right. This is why this is why you guys do what you do. This is why you're licensed professional because you know it and it, but if you, if you, if you're upfront with it, like, look, your situation's unique, you have a DUI, whatever the situation is, you know, I'm going to get you a quote, but it's not going to be official until we actually bind this thing because other things could pop up in, in the process. But if you front load it with like, this is what to expect going forward, like that's, that's the way it's going to be. Like, yeah. I think that's much more valuable to the client than, than kind of just we're gonna get you the cheapest thing possible because yeah. that's that could that that could be detrimental to them. Goes against my ethics anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'll tell my customers straight up. I'm not here to get you the cheapest thing possible. I'm here to get you the most comprehensive right. products that fit your budget. Yeah, comprehensive, like the best that fits your budget. I like that. That's that's what I mean. That's what your job is. Your job is to make sure that if something were to happen, they're made whole. Right. That's it. And, and, you know, when we were talking earlier about the whole consulting thing, right. When, when James is talking about, you know, having raising that deductible to that $2,500 limit yeah. or whatever, like this isn't a, this is a, a, an opportunity for you to sit with the client and be like, look, it's tax season, bro. Like if we take that 2,500 from your refund and we just stick it over here in the just in case pile, yeah. then it doesn't affect you. Now you're saving this money every month on your mortgage. We can put that, put that money aside that you're saving and maybe develop that nest egg. Or maybe that's, guess what? At the end of the year, that's your vacation money or, or however you want to structure it. it's just allowing them to see that there are multiple pieces and if we rearrange those pieces like you're set yeah you're a lot better off you're a lot better off and this is where like cfps come in and it's not just the insurance it's like let's look at your overall picture what's the objective that you're trying to achieve right and that's that and you know you asked me earlier today about you know what do you focus on i focus on on the client like yeah. if if i can figure out what you want and then get you there 
the road we take or the vehicles we take are not necessarily that important. Your objective is to get to that end point, right? So let's get you to that end point. Well said. Oh, well, sometimes it comes out right. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> well done. There it is. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's do the next section where you like to do the, the ask the bro section. So think of a question you like to ask. James or myself. I mean, you asked us a couple questions, but okay. Okay, personal or business. And uh, give us a shot. Okay, so given the current economic situation, all right, and the low interest rates, right? I had this discussion the other day with a guy who owns a mortgage company, and we were kind of hypothesizing what's going to happen with interest rates, right? And this guy negative like like Japanese. That's my thought. Okay, I think (laughs) it's going that way. So therefore, I think we're in for the probably biggest refinance boom, maybe in the history of this country. Okay. So, which puts us in a really advantageous situation, right? Do you guys see the same thing or is it like, because as far as economic fundamentals go, we should be having higher interest rates right now. Okay. So here's, mm-hmm. here's my thing. I like to look at history. A hundred years ago, we entered the roaring twenties, yep. right? And one of the biggest booms in our economy ever, everybody was making money hand over fist, but you remember what happened at the end of the twenties. Right, it melted. It melted. We hit this huge depression. We just came off a major recession, and I mean, if you lived through it and you lost your job, it was your depression, right? Mm-hmm. But that was a big one, and and like I just think like we didn't fix anything. We put a bandaid on it. We didn't fix anything. And so if we put a bandaid on it and things are you know, you know, hypothetically good right now. What's fueling the good? To me, it's an artificial push. It's been an artificial push for a while. So I keep thinking like, you know, shit's going to hit the fan and something's going to, something's going to give and it's going to, it's going to go bad. But you're right. There's, there's a, there's a boom before there's a bust. I just, I, for me, it's like, you know, we stopped flipping properties mainly because I didn't want to get caught with my pants down, Mm -hmm. but things have continued to go up and, but you know, what goes up must come down. I'm, I'm worried about the next, you know, collapse because I don't know, like, I try to think of it as basic as I possibly can. If a teacher making $80,000 a year can't afford a home, right, like, what's going to happen? Either the price needs to come down or the the income needs to go up, and I guarantee you the income's not going up, right? right? And so something's got to give, and to me, it's always just, I try to give the simplest explanation as I possibly can. Affordability's not there. And if affordability is not there and prices are big, what happens? Like if you're in a home and you've been in there for the last 10 years because you bought your home in 2011, 2012, well, you're thinking right now, shit, I need to cash out. Totally. Right? And so we're, I, I just I just see, you know, all it takes is that little bit of people are selling their houses. Oh, that guy's selling their house. Oh, that guy's selling their house. I should sell my house too. Oh, no, everybody's selling. And then what happens? Now we have an influx of sellers and we switch the market and then it goes into the panic effect i don't i don't know i i I, and i can see us going into that negative interest rate to kind of put the band-aid on again like to to kind of Mm short-term fix it but a short-term fix i mean again you it's gonna bust something's gotta give something's gotta give and i don't know what that's gonna be I pretty much 100 percent agree i mean there there is no crystal ball but the fact is that we've been in pretty much a 10-year bull market, mm-hmm. at least as far as stocks go. And when you're valuing companies like Amazon and Apple and Microsoft, um, Google actually, I think, just hit the trillion-dollar mark. Like, you have three or four companies valued over a trillion dollars. That's just 
crazy. Where's all this money coming from? It's just getting printed over and over and over and over and over again. And the actual value of the dollar, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I 100% agree. It, Amazon's trading over $1,800 a share. Like, that is just over... It doesn't make it... Everything's overinflated. It, it, yeah. I mean, when Enron crashed early, like, what was it, in 2099, whatever it was... They were valued at like under a thousand. It was like nine hundred and something. And when they crashed, it took everything down with it. I mm. mean, it it just everything. So I don't know. It's just I I look at it. And I'm like, how much debt can the economy hold? Like, yeah. the more, it's it's insane because the money's so cheap. Why wouldn't you just keep borrowing, keep borrowing it? Yeah, yeah, you're never going. Yeah, why would you? You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, from, from speaking from a financial standpoint, it makes total sense. Why would you not want to leverage when the money's cheap? Twenty-one trillion currently really? national debt. <sighs> yeah, See? twenty-one trillion. Well, cool. You know, twenty-one more Googles and we're good. <laughs> yeah, good to go. No big deal. Excuse That's me. a good Funny. question, man. Twenty-one but, more Google, Apple, and Microsoft. I yeah, think those are go. the big three. Yeah, I mean, trillion dollar companies. Yeah, I wish I wish I had an, an answer for that. I mean, it'd be like winning the lotto if we know short yeah, it just, now, short it now. <laughs> you're, it, but it, you know, for you, you mentioned it before, you have this amazing network of people that you can always say, "Hey, go see this person, go see this person." You're, so you're always in contact with these people. I'm just curious if they, you know, speak yeah. To it. Well, I, I'm 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 curious how many of them are are going to be around. You know, if, if shit does hit the fan, like what happens? Like people's incomes dry up. Now all of a sudden they're digging into their investment portfolios and, and start liquidating. And I mean, it gets ugly fast. Mm. And, you know, you it's, it's you know, your your business needs to have some core fundamentals on, on what it's doing. I mean, even in the insurance world, you know, you start wondering which bill to pay. Are you going to feed your kids or are you going to totally. pay your insurance bill? You're going to feed the kids. Yep. You know what I mean? So. You know, it's, it's a scary thought that, you know, everything can collapse really quick like that. But it's also a reality that you need to, to think about and, and plan for. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, if you can't, if you can't survive the down, then it's, it's going to be hard. Especially like I heard Gary Vee talk about, you know, right now we're in the, if you haven't, if your business hasn't grown yeah, tremendously right. in the last three years, you suck. Totally. Right. I mean, that's what it comes down to. You're not doing it right. And so, you know, and, and what are you going to do when it's not easy? When the money is not cheap, when it's you know when you when you have to get back to the fundamentals, when you have to get out there and sell a little bit different than you've been doing, you know it's it, I don't know. Curious to see how what happens. I hope for the best, but plan for the worst. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And I know it's impossible to time markets, but you look at it, you're like, this is all time high, right? Mm-hmm. And if something corrects like it did, like at the end of uh, eighteen, you know, I mean that that was a it was a decent correction, but it wasn't massive, right? Mm-hmm. Nope. A massive correction is going to knock the hell out of. A lot, a lot of people, of people. you know yeah. what I mean. So it's like, all right, I'm taking it all out. I mean, <laughs> no, it, you you know? mean you can take a bunch of spins on this? Yeah, I mean, how many people are turning 65 every single day? Oh. I mean, imagine the the market hitting, you know, hitting the bottom at that point, and everybody who thought they were going to retire this year can't. No, right. Yeah. All of a sudden, you know that that pension or or that gap, and you know that you've been putting away for, like your equity on your house goes down. Like all of a sudden, everything you planned on doing is gone. Like. Cash is king, baby. Cash is king. Hundred percent. That's, that's how. That's how we roll. I mean, and uh, on the flip side of that, if you do have the cash and the economy does crash, I mean, it's buying frenzy. Everything's gonna be cheap. So you know what they always say: cash doesn't you know disappear, just changes hands. That's what happens to fortune. So. I don't know, man. That's a good question. I, I, didn't, I, don't mean, have I didn't mean. I didn't mean bring it all down. Like no, no, that. no. Well, I mean, it, I don't. I don't have an answer. That's. A, yeah. that's a, I mean, I could talk about that all day. I love that sort of yeah, stuff, like just cool. hypothesizing on what's going to happen. But yeah, 
It's Good just one. all for me personally because I'm sitting here every day. I'm like, I feel like I should take it all out. I feel like I should take it all out. <laughs> it can't just keep going up. It can't. It can't just keep going up. I know, I know. You think, but it's been for almost 10 years. Just yeah. The fundamentals are out the window. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I look at Tesla. Tesla blows my mind. Does it blow your oh mind? Oh, my God. It's, how is it possible? You don't make Wild. money. And yet your stock still goes up. Like, All you got to do is land a rocket from space. Apparently. And, and make it the ugliest truck in the world. It, it, that thing was horrendous. Dude. <laughs> it looks Agreed. like a Minecraft vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> or like the Halo, uh, the, the, the Warthog. So, the Warthog, yeah. <laughs> Did you see the one uh, when Mexicans get a hold of the uh, Tesla truck? No. They it. put they put the uh, guardrails, the, the wooden <laughs> the wooden rails around <laughs> it. <laughs> they got yeah, all the, the gear on top. Oh, man. Memes, yeah. memes. All right, Lee, That's take a look good. at this uh, camera right here. Tell people how to get a hold of you. Uh, yeah, you can reach uh, me. Hit me up on any of the, the platforms, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, or hit me up on my cell. That's the fastest way, 619-405-4531. Um, I'm really efficient on that on that, uh, that model. So. Perfect. Hey, man, thanks for coming on the show. Dude, so always stoked to be here, man. This you is epic. always have a good Kidding? time. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. Happy Monday. We're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.